It's Angela Yee, and I'm telling you right now that the Alive Podcast Network app is the best directory of podcasts created for us by us. From relationships to making money moves, there's a show that'll captivate every listener. And for my fellow Black creatives, this is a call to action to take your brand and monetization to the next level. It's for the culture. Join the movement and sign up today. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. Visit AlivePodcastNetwork.com, coming soon to iOS and Android. It's time to tap into your inner superwoman. Every sector of our lives is pretty much pretty much under construction. Family under construction. Career under construction. Relationships under construction. Emotions. I know mine live under construction. Finances under construction. We might as well be under construction together. Welcome to Under Construction with your girl Tamar Braxton. Y'all, we are closing out Women's History Month with a bang. You heard me? <laughs> Now, every week throughout the month of March, we brought you some heavy-hitting shows featuring my girl Angela Davis, Kelly Rowland, Brianna Collette, Sarah Jakes Roberts, and y'all, this week, we called in some reinforcement to help us all tap into our inner superwoman with Super Scent. Ow! <laughs> Ooh, I love that girl. Now, I had to let y'all know up front that this show right here is about to be a real treat, okay? All right, everybody. Now, I'm not sure if many of my American listeners heard about the IRS tax deadline extension, but once again, Uncle Sam has extended the individual tax deadline from April 15th to May 17th. Won't he do it? (laughs) Yes, he will. Now, it doesn't give all y'all procrastinators out here a lot more time, but it does give you a little grace if you don't think your taxes will be filed in the next two weeks. Now, speaking of grace, let's grant ourselves a little bit, okay? Because it's time for this week's affirmation. I am more than what I see, feel, and think because God lives inside of me. I got to find my, where I do with my tamarind, y'all? I got to... Shake a tail feather for the Lord because that, let me read this again because I don't even think y'all caught it. I am more than what I see, feel, and think because God lives inside of me. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Listen, y'all, that just tells me that no matter how I feel about what I look like or how I might be feeling in this moment, I am so much more than the sum total of what I think. Because what? God resides where? In who? Yup, inside of me. Purr. Okay? Now, y'all, y'all need me to run that back for y'all one more again? Because you know how we I got you on this. I think some of y'all need to catch it. I'm more than what I see, feel, and think. Because God lives in the inside of me. Whew. I have to take a little break. Is that there right there? Got me good. Now, you know what, y'all? I want y'all to do me a favor. For the next four weeks, I want you to take the time and write down our weekly affirmations. And I want you to repeat it daily while looking yourself in the mirror. You know, sometimes you got to look at our own eyes to really feel that thing. You know what I'm saying? We got to really understand and believe what we're saying, right? And to truly receive it, that's the only way you can do it. Can y'all do that for me? All right. Now, at the end of the month, I want to know if it helped anybody out here. Okay. This will be our little experiment together. Okay. Now, if you want to share your progress with me, just shoot your girl a note to UC with Tamar at gmail.com. That's the letters UC with Tamar at gmail.com. 
All right, now today on Tamar Takes, we're talking the COVID Easter. Now, do y'all remember when your mama used to dress you to a T on Easter Sunday? Put your hands in the air. It's a bunch of people. I know I'm one of them. Okay, and she be mad because you sweated out your hair. Now, I used to sweat out my hair way before church. <laughs> as soon as she pressed it out, five minutes later, I'm outside playing kickball. Or are, are y'all one of the people who used to snag y'all stockings too? Or have y'all stockings black at the bottom of your shoe? Yep, that's me. <laughs> but look, y'all, as we head into this upcoming COVID Easter Sunday, how are y'all planning y'all worship? Because y'all know we can't do the things that we did before. I mean, are y'all planning a virtual worship service with the family? Is anybody preparing Sunday dinner? I mean, I'm just really, really curious about how everybody else is spending their Easter because, of course, my producer want to make me answer some questions. So here's the top three that she asked me to share. All right, number one, am I buying Logan an Easter suit? No, we're not going to church. We're going to be Eastering in the Lord in our pajamas. Amen? He is risen. Perfect outfit. Do I have anything planned to do with my family? I.e. like any family dinners happening. You know, I haven't decided yet because most of my friends and family has already gotten the vaccine. So, you know, and I'm really super, super safe around here. So I haven't really decided. I don't know. Just pray my strength in the Lord. So number three, what am I going to miss most about my traditional Easter? Oh, I'm going to tell you. Y'all, I used to have the most epic Easter egg hunts. Like I would fill them with candy and toys and sometimes dollars and $5 bills too. But you know, everybody around here on a budget. So can't see that happening this year. So I'm going to miss that. Well, that's all that's happening around Tay-Tay's way. But however you decide to spend your Easter Sunday, I pray that it's safe and blessed and happy. And this is your Tamar's Takes on a COVID Easter. All right, I'm going to keep it a thousand. Hey, man, it is all me. All right, y'all, it's time to tap into that keep it a thousand thou inbox and pull out a few questions for your girl Tay-Tay. Let's see what we got today. All right, everybody, question number one. Hey, Tamar. Currently, I am dealing with resentment issues. I confronted my mother about discipline versus abuse, and she pretty much threatened me. Since last week, we haven't spoken, and I just don't know what to do. Side note, she's one of those parents who will do anything to prove they're right. When I correct her, she throws a fit. Because of you, I was able to learn more about mental health. Through this, I realized that I am not the problem. At least I don't think I am. Though I don't know this for a fact. I've paid attention to the signs and I'm pretty sure I have PTSD. Now, sis, I ain't calling your mama a narcissist, but I want everybody to understand we can have narcissists as parents, you know? And what you don't want to ever do, and this is what I do in my life with my parents, I don't confront my parents about the things that they have done wrong. Because to me, you know, when you're a parent, it's on the job training. And I think the best way if you need to confront your parents about anything, you should do it through a third party, through a therapist, through a pastor, through someone who can um, funnel out the situation to make sure everyone is heard in the situation. Or your parent or you can feel attacked like you do. So next time, don't just come up to, first of all, I don't know why you came up to your mama anyway, telling her what she did wrong. Girl, you got some balls. <laughs> I would never. But you know, you don't know until you know. Um, but next time, sis, 
get you a counselor, get you a third party that's going to be neutral so you can have a successful outcome. All right, question number two. Hey, Tamar, I have a female friend that has a little bit of a crush on me. And honestly, the feeling is mutual. We've been very good friends since high school, and the chemistry between us is insane. Unfortunately, because of her past relationships and bad experiences in her childhood, she's emotionally damaged. I want to see if we could be good together, but I don't want to hurt her, and I definitely don't want her to hurt me, all because of multiple people hurting her throughout her life. What should I do? Uh, y'all need to go to counseling first before y'all start dating because there's already issues. And, you know, I know I talk about going to counseling all the time because I'm going to tell y'all something that's the only thing that's ever worked for me. You understand what I'm saying? We do not have all the answers. And if you got all these red flags in the beginning, you are doomed. <laughs> so if you want to save your friendship and perhaps, you know, love of your life, love affair, whatever you want to call it, y'all go to counseling first. It's okay to go to friendship counseling. People do it all the time. They just don't talk about it. All right. Well, those questions definitely made me think. And I did the best I could with giving you the advice. So I hope that it's both beneficial and that it works out all in your favor. Now, if you'd like to have your questions answered during an upcoming episode of Under Construction, shoot your girl a note to ucwithtamar at gmail.com. That's the letters ucwithtamar at gmail.com. I don't have all the answers, but you can definitely count on me to always keep it a thou thou. Up next, we're going into the blueprint. This, this is the blueprint. Come on, y'all. Let's go. Okay, today's blueprint guest is what I like to call a super trifecta. She's hilariously honest, a sharp businesswoman, while being unapologetic about who she is and the message she comes to bring. She goes by the name of Supercent. However, her government name is Rynell Stewart. She's the creator and CEO of The Crayon Case, which is now a multi-million dollar cosmetic company. And she blesses us consistently with opinionated commentary and hilarious truth as a real social media influencer. I'm so happy to welcome today's superwoman to the blueprint. Everybody welcome my girl, Superset. Okay, now, since now, how did The Crayon Case come to life what happened the crown case came to life because i was getting booked a lot and it was hard for me to find muas all over the world booked a lot meaning you started off as a makeup artist no 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 i started off as as, as me being booked for being like a you know like a social media like comedian type of thing yeah know? okay okay i was just basically being myself on social media and people was booking me to host parties and at clubs and stuff like real minor stuff and um, when I was getting booked out of town, when I was trying to find a makeup artist to do my makeup, but it was hard um, to try to find different ones. So I said, well, let me just learn how to do my own makeup so I don't have to keep trying to find these girls. So it started with me. Um, I used to be on Periscope. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to be doing my face on live. And I used to be messing my face clean up. Everybody thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. And as the months went by, I actually started learning, you know, like how to do my face. And like, they was just so intrigued with it. It was like, oh, you know how to do brows now. Oh, you know how to do this now. You know how to do this now. So it was like, what you using? What you using? I'm like, y'all keep yeah. what I'm using. I'm going to start selling some shit. And that's how it came. And the whole the whole brand is is dedicated to amateur makeup users, but it's for it's quality use. And all the products kind of resemble a school supply because I literally taught myself how to do my own face. And it's for the people that that loves makeup but don't know how to do it themselves. 
so they could use the products to learn and like the products wouldn't make them feel pressured like even if they mess up it's okay you know like they could just wash it off and yeah. try again you know so the whole brand is wrapped around amateur users but the product's quality is for a professional makeup use so I get two consumers I get the ones who love makeup but don't know what they're doing, don't know how to do makeup, and the ones who love makeup and love doing makeup. Is that why it's so reasonably priced? Yes, that's exactly why. Everything on your site, everybody, listen, I went to her site, and I thought it was about to be some, oh my God, let me get my Amex out. (laughs) And it, no, Mm y'all, it's reasonable, and it's some good shit, okay? (laughs) It is reasonably priced, affordable, and it's some good-ass shit. Yes, and you know, it's so crazy because I never knew that story. Mm-hmm. And, and it makes me want to, like, kiss you through the damn um, <laughs> the computer because it's so brilliant. It's so brilliant because you you made it affordable for the people who were just learning. And we spent $40 on something on an eyeliner. Like, we were ready to bring it to the makeup artist and had them use yeah. the one instead of us practicing and just messing shit up. And we just use it for the wrong reason so we feel like we wasted money but then my eyeliner coming is six dollars and it works just as good i mean i just have to say yes okay so let me ask you a question so why do you think people like jack the shit up to like do you think that eyeliner at forty dollars is worth it though I, i don't think so Something that you have to keep. I would I would pay forty dollars for a foundation. foundation. I would pay forty dollars for a primer. I would pay forty dollars for something that's going to, like a palette. But I'm not about to pay forty dollars for an eyeliner that's going to be used so quickly. Like if it's yeah. something I have to keep buying, I'm not going to spend forty dollars every time. You know, so eyeliner should not be over twenty dollars. Twenty dollars is high, but it shouldn't be over that price because you're gonna it's something you're gonna keep buying. So why hike it yeah. up so high if they're gonna keep buying, keep coming back and buying, like keep reing up for like why hike it up so high? I agree. Twenty dollars is a lot for eyeliner. I'm not buying it that. Is. <laughs> <laughs> really I'm not buying that. How did you learn about the chemistry behind the products? So I learned everything when it, when it came to, to the makeup. I kind of, I'm not going to say I taught myself. I even started taking classes about cosmetics, like just to learn things that I didn't know about it because I know about going out with yeah. a brand. I need to know the ins and outs of it. Th- things that a lot of people wouldn't even ask, but it's still good to know. If, if, it, if it was to be asked, you know the answer. So I took a lot of, I took on a lot of techniques. I learned a lot of things. I Googled a lot of things. I've done a whole lot of research on the back end of cosmetics that, again, a lot of people don't ask for because they usually don't care unless something happens, you know. So, um, but I wanted to learn, you know, like, how does this make my skin feel? Like, would it break me out? Like, would it cause a rash? Or is it good for my skin? Even though we have different skin types, but, you know, some things are just not meant to be on the skin. I just did a a lot, a lot of research and I was intrigued with the research because there's a lot of things that I learned that I didn't know nothing about, you know, so it wasn't just about the brand. It was learning the ins and outs of it as well. What do you think the most simple thing that you learned that you was like, oh my God, this was right under my nose. How come I didn't know that? That most of us didn't know. Probably, it's, it's, not, it's not really simple, but when it comes to our skin, it took me a long time to learn that cold water closes the pores, right? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. well, damn, maybe that's why a lot of time my, my foundation wasn't setting right, because I'm wiping my face with hot water and then slapping foundation on it, and then my face be oily, you know, and I didn't even know if you, you're supposed to use the cold water to close your pores back. I'm like, well, damn, that's why my damn skin be so damn oily. <laughs> So, I learned that from just researching with cosmetics, you know. So I'm like, okay, well, that's probably something probably a lot of people don't know because, like, if if, if your face is already clear, you ain't trying to clear your face up. Then right. I researching skincare products. Then I reach researching like, what should I use before I apply makeup, you know? But um, that was that was a quick fix for me because now my skin not oily no more. 
you know, when I wash my face, I hit it with that cold water, that toner, and I'm and my skin is it's fine. It's perfect. <laughs> really? So that is that the trick? Because I'm a grease mess. I can fry chicken on my face. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All the time, it doesn't matter. When, like once you wash your face with the, you know, the hot water, and then you you moisturize it, and this and all that, like you have to close your pores back. Even when you wash your hair, like you know, like like when yeah. you dress up, when they wash your hair, and then like at the end they rinse your hair with cold water. It's like closing yeah, your pores yeah. and like liking the moisture in your hair. Y'all, Supercent is a motherfucking scientist. Period. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Now y'all see why I love this lady, her movement so much. Listen, y'all better get into it. Y'all better, I'm telling you, when I be telling y'all stuff, y'all better listen. (laughs) We're speaking with Supercent all about entrepreneurship. Stay with us. We're back in the blueprint talking with my girl, Supercent. When it came down to like manufacturing, how was that process with all this knowledge that you know Mm -hmm. and you know what not to do? I see that you care about the people who buy your products. You want them to be able to save money at the same time, but also have um, a quality uh, product. Mm -hmm. So like, how did that work? How did the process work? So I had to do a lot of research to find suppliers and I ended up finding a lot of suppliers, but I think I only settled with a few. Right. And um, it's crazy because just how we don't trust suppliers, suppliers don't trust us neither. You know, really? like they feel like we waste, you know, like y'all wasting our time. We feel like they wasting our money, you know. So the same way we yeah. feel about them, they feel about us. Like how we look for suppliers, they look for customers. And if the customers oh. are not good for their time, then they're not going to waste their time on us as well. And, and we don't think that. We think that they need us to do this. They need us, but we need them and they need us as well. Yeah. And like they, they are real picky with who they work with, you know, and like they're real picky on like who they're going to share certain things with. Like I learned a lot of things from my suppliers as well, but I had to find the right ones. It's like, it's like if you looking for a contractor, like you want to know all the work they've done. You want to know who they worked with. You want some references. Like you want to make sure like they ain't just, you know, just trying to take your money and they're not providing quality service. And that's the same way when you're searching for a supplier, like when you search for a supplier, like you have to find out who else they worked with, you know, like what can they do, yeah. what they can do. Like you want samples, like you want to do so much with the samples. Like you want to ask for as many samples as you can, because that plays a part in like, before you spend money on bulk, you want to sample it yourself first. And you, and you don't want to just sample it no one time. Like you just sample it. Oh, it came in the mail today. I'm going to sample it. I like it. No, you got to sample it for a few weeks. Cause you want to know if this is a, a long lasting product, like not just a product that you're going to wear for like an hour. No, this is makeup. It's something that you're supposed to have on your face all day. And it's something that you're going to wear multiple times. So you want to know if it's going to affect your skin in the long run, you know, so make sure that these are legit suppliers and make sure these suppliers are, you know, like not in no funny business. They ain't doing no, no stupid shit to where like your business get, get locked all up, all up into it. And your whole business shut down because your suppliers stop working with you, you know? So that was, uh, that was the toughest thing, I think, for the business was trying to find legitimate suppliers. Um, it was a process, but it was all worth it because the same suppliers I've been working with in the beginning is the same suppliers I've been working with now. I'm about to be four years in. Wow, that's amazing. It was worth it. The process of you starting up this business, did you use your own? Do you, do you want to talk about this? Did you use your own coin? Did you use investors? No, I didn't use no investors. The crown case started 100% of my investment only, nothing else. Yes. No loans, no nothing. Oh, I love this one. <laughs> I love her. How, how, did you, how do you not love her? You know what I'm saying? And let me tell you what sparked something in my head. 
Because I feel like me and you is like kind of on like the same kind of wavelength right now in our personal life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes. Like when you was talking about the way that we got to do our research on yes. shit. That's how I feel about dating. Yes, you definitely do. You got to try them out. Uh, yeah, yes, you do. Now, there ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Like, I got to do a little sampling. <laughs> I don't see the problem. Men do it all the time. Why we can't? They do it all the time. And you know what? I, you know what I feel like? I feel like I have been dating the wrong way all this damn time. And nobody told me. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People made me feel bad about going out with this one. And, you know, maybe liking that person, maybe wanting to go out with that one. But what? what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. I never felt bad. I don't care what they say. I'm sampling products. <laughs> and you are not going to stop sampling until you find that right product that's that's not just good for today, but good for tomorrow, Come next on. week, next year, in a few years. That's the whole thing. Yes, because we're not just talking about our skin. We're talking about our heart. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, but how hard is it? Do you think it's hard it dating as a single mom, though? It's extremely hard. Like it's it's not it like is. years ago, you know, before you had kids, and it's, especially with me now because I have a two year old. So it's yeah. it's much harder, and it's even harder now because my son is is he, he's about to be twelve, so he understands. Not like you can just yeah. hide a man from him, you know. So um, it's it's hard because you're you're, you're no longer dating for yourself. You're, now you're dating for your kids as well, you know. And you got to make sure this man is not just a perfect fit for you, but he's a perfect fit for your children. You know, it is hard. It's, it's, it's especially when you when you are a successful businesswoman. Because yeah. you got to know, make sure that their intentions are true. Like, are you with me because of me? Or are you with me because of super? You know, so all that matters. So what's the number one sign, though, super? Because it's hard for me to figure that out. Girl. Are you with me for me? Or are you with Girl. me for the hype? Because the ones I like, like hype. I don't know why. Girl, and listen, they can't, even when they, first of all, when they, when they try to tell you too many times that I'm not here because of who you are, <laughs> bitch, I ain't even make you feel like that. Why you keep why you keep trying to trying to tell me why you not here? If I didn't ask you that, why you keep telling me I don't care about the fame? I didn't I didn't I didn't say if you care about the fame. It's like they try to yeah. prove it so much to you to where like they trying to make themselves believe that they're not there for the fame. So now I look like you're here for the fame, my nigga. Because you keep asking, you keep telling me, and I don't want this. So you know, somebody that's constantly trying to prove to you that they're not there for that, especially if you're not making that something that they have to prove to you. I feel like you're here for that. You know, and yeah. anytime like they just so so quick to try, oh look, let's go public. Why? Yeah, why for? What you want to vote for? Like, like who who opinions matter besides mine? You know, like you could they could try to hide for so long, but eventually it comes out why they why they really there. It, it, it comes out. Don't it though? It do. <laughs> now don't it come out a little too late, but it's gonna come out. But it's all on us to you know to move on it. But it comes out. Yeah. Um. It really does. And it, and it's also hard because I know my sis over here is super rich and I love it. And I, I, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Super sense, super rich, super smart, super, super mom, super everything. Yes. How do you, how do you not know like they're not here for super sense coins? Mm. The sense. Well, the thing is, it's finding uh, a nigga with their own sense. That's the, that's the thing. And, you know, and, and as bad as 
it's crazy because that's that's not something that I wanted it to be a necessity. Like I didn't. Of, of course, a man should be able to take care of himself, but it it wasn't a you have to be in my tax bracket or you had to yeah. make more money than me or you had to. But you just have to be able to take care of yourself. If I get up and leave you today tomorrow, will you still be able to pay your own bills? Still, like keep everything in your like. Would your lifestyle be the same without me being there? You know. So so that was the whole thing for me. But now it's like even niggas like that like. Oh now, oh now all of a sudden he won't take trips. Why? You weren't doing it before. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't trying to bitch, you ain't even got a passport. <laughs> Why are you trying to get him to go somewhere now? Because I be going places. And you won't get him, what are you gonna pay for? It? Oh, you trying to go half? Oh, you got some nerve, nigga. You don't want you don't want to go out of town, I mean. <laughs> you just know. Like they won't do certain things with you that they ain't never doing nobody else. Yeah, Why? yeah, yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> they, they show their true feelings so fast. It's crazy. They do, but you know, I feel like most of that should be me, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I love a vacation. I love a vacation. Me too. Ooh, like I love it. I love me a long weekend. Mm-hmm. Me too. Like, that's how you get me real good. Let's go on the long yes. weekend. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yes. I'll be all in love and shit. Yes, yes. I'll be God like that, too. I just came from a vacation, oh. girl. <laughs> me too, sis. <laughs> but listen, like, but my problem be like, after I come back from the vacations, because I like vacation. Listen, I like them, and I like them at least like two, three a month. Like yes. I'm for real, I like it. They turn around and they'll look up, and it'd be like a month, a month and a half, and they're like, "Well, I got to get to work. I'm not you." Hey, but I respect that though. Like the fact that they can say it and not just trying so hard to prove that they can live my life, knowing they cannot. Like, don't be yeah, afraid to yeah. tell me, okay, I got to go back to work. You know, like, don't be afraid of that. Like, you know, because some men will, will try so hard just to, you know, because we, we so lovey-dovey. And, you know, like, we'll go yeah. on a trip. And then after that trip, oh, like, we want you to stay, this and all that. And they know yeah, they yeah. can't. <laughs> they, they know they can't. But they will try to prove to us that they can. And then now you'd have lost your fucking job. And we'll try to put it on me. Oh, you want me to be here? No, you're supposed to tell me. Oh, man. yeah. You're supposed to tell me, I got to go back to work. I will see you next week and let's go somewhere else next weekend. Like, like let that be our thing. Like, I will, you know, like, our, our little weekend thing. Like, we either do something, we go on a vacation or something. But it's okay if you got to go back to work. Men want men want a reason to quit because they were the boss. No. Well, you're right. I, I, I love you so much because I feel like we're the same people. Like, I don't be wanting them to leave Eve, especially after the trip. Yeah, like, you coming to my house? You come- yeah, she's okay. <laughs> come by me. I'm going to put the kids in their room. Lock their door. Come by me. You know? <laughs> That's how I am, too. But I want him to be able to say, okay, Monday, but Tuesday, yeah. I got to go to work. You know? Yeah. That that I could do. I'd be mad. I'd be mad, but right. then I appreciate but it. I appreciate it. And it also gives you time to actually miss them. So when you see them again, Thanks. you know, like it's, 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 it's love all over again because I didn't see you, you know, for yeah. a, a week and something and because you was at work. And like, it's when a man is up under you all day, even though we want it, but at, at a time it get exhausting. Like now you aggravate. Go find yes, something to do. Go find <laughs> something to do. Go, go do something. Like you here all day. That's why COVID... COVID caused a lot of problems in relationships because that's all you oh, like, baby. all you really had to do was be inside all day with your person that you with and once you get tired of them you like damn why are we together yeah. all this damn time 
Yeah. You know? The perspective starts settling. Yes. And speaking of settling, mm-hmm. which I didn't even know where that was coming from, but do you think that we need to date people on the level of success that we're at? Or do you mind not? Because, you know, I, I feel like I'm Charity Tamar. And all of a sudden now, because at first I used to be a different girl. Like, right. you had, right. like I, I was a different girl, okay? Right. Like, my Birkins, I have, like, cobwebs on. Trust me, I've been there, done right. that, got a T-shirt, yeah. been there, right. done that. Trust me. And right. I don't feel like that so much no more. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, I don't, I feel like you, you got to spoil me with attention and affection. Right. That's really how you get me. Like, yes. shit, I don't care about no shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could have had it off on the rooter to the tutor and can right. get whatever. You know what I'm saying? But like, do you feel like we are like, like settling or selling ourselves short because we are not or don't just choose the guys who can... You know, beyond an uh, even playing field as us. That's what I mean to say. I don't think we we selling ourselves short. I think we just we just want something that a lot of the the young girls just want the rappers with the money that could buy them this, put them on a private jet. We don't want all that. We can do all that for ourselves. You know, yeah, we yeah, want like, we want something that the men that's putting them girls on private jets, buying them clothes, shoes, bags. They're not giving them women love, attention, respect, loyalty. They're not giving them that, and that's what we want. Like if if you if you could give me all that and you only making a hundred thousand dollars a year, I'm fine. I'm fine with that because you're giving me something that that a man with way more money than me cannot give me. You know, like yeah. he can't give me time because he we working way more than me. He can't give me loyalty because he meeting so many hoes to where, you know, like, like he can get whatever he want. Like he can't give me yeah. what I want because he don't have the time for it. You know, and yeah. and today, you know, today world, if a man buy you a Birkin, he love you. And, you know, <laughs> and I'm looking at it as a man buy you a Birkin, he cheated. Yeah. That's so I'm looking yeah. at it. Yeah. It's on. looking like them, them, them Birkin money, but, you know, stop crying. Oh, yes. Oh, that Birkin is a tissue. Wipe your face. That Birkin you, you is know, so, a wipe your face. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. Birkins, Birkins is the new tissue paper right now. Wipe your eyes, niece. That's what it is. And I just want somebody to, to love and respect me. And like when they see me, that they that they brag about me. Like they brag about me, like not just because I'm a yeah. I'm a you know I'm a successful businesswoman, but because I'm they I'm their woman. You know, like I'm their like I'm their yeah. they sit like their sacred place, you know. Somebody that respect me and, and cherish everything about me. And usually and I I'm not saying we're not gonna find men like that that's that's in our tax bracket, but damn, where the fuck they put they on the app or something? We gotta download the data. data. Let me know, because I did not anticipate on being single. <laughs> Still. Yeah, I, me neither. I don't know. I got a I two-year-old. I would never, girl, I got a two-year-old. I would never thought to be single with a whole two-year-old. Yeah, I got a seven-year-old. I ain't asked for none of this right. shit, you know. This <laughs> <laughs> not the life I expected, but, you know, this is what it is. And I just know from now on, you got to have something. You do. You got to have more than something because what starts to settle in again, I'll say is the inadequacy, Mm -hmm. you know, and then that's another problem. Nobody discusses that Mm -hmm. when they don't make as much as you. And now here come they guilt. Mm -hmm. Yes. I can't like, damn, I was liking you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I agree. 
there you go with your shit. Right. And, you know, that's another part of the reason why I stay in counseling, mm-hmm. because if I stop and I, and I did try to stop for a couple of weeks, but then I realized I ain't mm-hmm. ready. <laughs> I stopped, but I have to stay in it because people will put, put they shit mm-hmm. on you and that shit will become right. your shit. And it's a no right. for me. Right. <laughs> you know? It's enough for me. So the question, another question that I wanted to ask, so how do you keep a healthy balance with being single, being a successful businesswoman and being a mom and dating? How, how, do, how do you keep that balance? Because I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I built my company to where I didn't want to be at the at the warehouse all day every day. I hired experienced employees. A, a lot is family. And I hired them to where they are in positions where they run the company and I really just sit at home and run it from my phone. Right. Yeah. So when it comes to company wise, the company is on autopilot. That's why I am invested in so many other companies right now, because I had the time. I'm not so all the way stuck on the crown case anymore. Like now I have time to do other stuff. So I have a lot of free time. So when it comes to um, my children, you know, by by me not being with their with their fathers, like they they go from house to house, they go from my house, they go to their dad house, my house, their dad house. So I get enough time because of that too. Because my daughter be be with her dad a lot, my son be with his dad a lot. So that's my time to to have fun, uh, my time to go travel, yeah. my time to date. So it kind of it kind of goes hand in hand. I have time to spend with my friends, my family, my children. Business is probably um. I had business meeting twice a week. So it kind of like just, it's, 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 it's just like years ago when I was working, I would get up in the morning, bring my kids to school, go to work, get off, pick my kids up, go home, cook, feed them, go to sleep and wake up and do it all over again. That's exactly how the life is now. I just make more money. But that's the life I wanted. Like, like that's how I wanted my business to be. I didn't want to be at the work, at the warehouse all day. I worked all my life, you know, so that wasn't. I do anymore. I just wanted to know that I, I know I run a, a successful company and but it's on autopilot, you know, like it's doing good with me there or without me there, you know, and I made sure of that. So it all balanced out for me. So how long did it take for you to build that to this, that that imagination to this massive? How many square feet is your, is your warehouse? Wait a minute, let's just start there. Um, it's, not, it's not that big. It's um, 17,000 square feet. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's just 17,000. <laughs> I love it. Love to see it. Love yeah. to hear it. Love to be a part of it. Love to know about it. Love it. Love it. So how long did it take from that to put it in all this into fruition? How long did that take? Um, well, the crown case would be four years in June. So I would say three years in, Um, is, is it got to where, not even three years, how much probably two? Not even two. It wasn't even two years. Like once the ground case blew up so fast. Let's talk about that. Yeah. It blew up yeah. extremely fast. So so for so for it to really get in all the products where I don't have to be there literally a year. That's it. So I've been living this carefree life, you know, to where I don't have to be at work. I can just spend time with my children for about three years now. And then you know, I had a, a real health scare, so that kind of caused me yeah, uh, to, I to that. be away from the from work as well. And once I kind of shook back, um, even when I when I was trying to go back to work, it was like, nah, everything good. Like, like they got so accustomed to me not being there because of me having to be at home or uh, in the hospital to where everything went perfect. 
you know, it was a it was a devastation, yeah. but it was a it was a God's plan because it definitely worked in favor for me, my business, my children. Everything worked, you know. I do. <clears throat> and it's still working. And I and I love to see it. And I'm always be your biggest cheerleader, even if I'm not the, the crayon case supergirl. That's my dream. <laughs> I I really truly honestly adore you. And you have so many fans who feel the way that I have. Like not even really meeting you in person, but falling in love with you over the internet and your grind and your hustle and your amazing, beautiful, funny, relatable ass spirit. (laughs) We talk about a lot of things on Under Construction and what we just did was called The Blueprint and and what I'm moving into naturally, which is crazy for me, it's called The Takeaway. Mm -hmm. What I've taken from this conversation is Mm -hmm. that you can do anything you put your mind to. You know, sometimes we let our own mind stifle us into achieving our goals, into the things that God put in our head to manifest and to make our lives great. You did it. Thank you. I'm just so happy. I'm so happy for you. you. Oh, my God. And I'm so grateful that we have somebody like you to look up to and look at your success, look at your failures, look at the things that you've been through to learn from. Thank. Oh, my God. I'm so I'm for real. I want to be. And this is why I want to be a crayon case girl. (laughs) It's going to happen, too, sis. Trust me. It's going to happen. I'm serious. You're going to work on it. I'm going to be like, damn, y'all ready already? Yes, we ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) Everything you stand for, I'm here for. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> and that's my takeaway. Do you have a takeaway from what we just discussed? Just like we was talking about, I don't want women to feel like they they failed because a relationship didn't work, didn't work as they wanted to work. You know, um, we are still amazing women. Like we still have a lot to offer. Don't let no man take nothing from us that we gave them. Whatever we gave them, we can still give to the next man. And, and we don't have to change type of woman we are because of a failed relationship. We can still be an amazing woman, an amazing mom, an amazing successful woman. And we don't we don't want to allow a man to strip anything from us and you know because when we move on and, and we try to be with someone else that man still holds a piece of us that they don't deserve you know like that man don't deserve the whole things from us so we won't you know bless that to another man so make sure when we, yeah. if you're gonna leave leave for real you know don't don't just leave physically you know leave mentally leave emotionally because that next man is going to look for everything that, that you gave someone else and they deserve that because they're showing you that, that they're not the last man so don't be ashamed of that be proud of that don't be afraid to go and pick up your pieces. Period. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Everybody is super set. Tell everybody where they can follow you and, and get you. Follow me on Instagram, super underscore sent, C-E-N-T. Everything is, is Wazam Super, actually. Super Sent is only on Instagram. Wazam Super, everybody. <laughs> I love her. Thank you so Thank much you. for coming. Appreciate you. Now, I told y'all when we first started this show that this episode was finna be so fine. And did I disappoint? I know that's right. Well, in my mind, I didn't. And I hope that y'all agree because baby super is always full of good word conjoined with some good ass laughter. (laughs) Yes, I like to say that's my girl now. Okay. Now, before we close out of our Women's History Month series, I want y'all to remember that you are powerful. And when you feel like all else has failed or is failing, just remember our affirmation of the week. You have God in you, right? 
Yes, you do. So you better tap into him because he there. <laughs> well, that's our show for today's ladies and gentlemen. And if you want to hit me with a question or comment about the show, shoot me a note to ucwithtamar at gmail.com. That's the letters ucwithtamar at gmail.com. And let me tell you something. If no one else tells you today, remember that I love you. And I mean it. Because we're all under construction together. Bye. Under Construction is a production of Mo Sauce, a Stitcher brand. It's produced by Angel Lavis. Our recording engineer and sound designer is Rashad Smith. Our executive producer is T-Square. Music provided by Radio and Audio Everywhere Company. More Sauce.